0: Welcome to another episode of Mick and Ori's Classic Cars. I'm Mick. And I'm Ori. Ori, we had some fun on the weekend, didn't we? Mate, I was overwhelmed
1: by how good the car we got to drive was, Mick.
0: And even though you didn't
1: want to drive one. No, I didn't. Well, no, we had driven the sedan version, but not the SUV.
0: So what did we drive? We drove the Stelvio. Guad- Alfa Romeo So we've got Morris here with us. Thank you, Morris, for coming in. And thank you for letting us drive your lovely car. And I must admit, we had a good time. Well, to be honest,
1: when Morris, welcome to the show, Morris. I didn't realise that it's been three years that Morris has owned it. Because the day he picked it up, his wife didn't even know he bought one. I don't know if you know the story. (laughs) Yes, I do know the story of that. So you got to drive it before his wife even knew that mm. he had bought one, and we drove it, and that was three years ago. Three years ago, with and we had five of us five in the car, five men in the car, and not small men, five you know men. But I didn't appreciate it as much as on the week because you need to drive this car to appreciate what it actually does. Yeah. I was a passenger, and it was brilliant. But when I got to drive it,
0: oh, it all made sense. And so you've changed your mind and perspective on these Stelvios.
1: 100, but no, I went home that night and said, Rose, I think I know what I'm going to buy you. And then I rang Tony, who we know that owned one also. I said, Tony, I got to drive Morris's Stelvio. He goes, I told you, it's a beast of a car. It was too, I had to sell it because my wife wouldn't drive it. And I get that.
0: Look, it has got a, plenty of power. It is, is a supercar. I mean, we talk about an SUV, but it is a supercar. It's 0 to 60 miles an hour in 3.5 or 3.8 seconds. As I said before, it's quicker than your 360. <laughs> I mean, okay, once anyway, again, don't
1: get personal. No, Morris, the, yeah. let's get to Morris, let's why, get to Morris. Why
0: did you buy that car?
2: What made you say, I want a Stelvio? That's a good question, and, and thanks for having me. And I really enjoyed the drive in the weekend. I don't fantastic. know if you enjoyed. I didn't enjoy <laughs> seeing you go white. Lucky you're a pharmacist, so really you, you know what tablets to take and you to didn't calm drive yourself. He didn't drive it. He didn't uh, drive it. No, he, didn't
1: no, drive. he was going white in the back.
2: I was going white in the front. Very fuddy. But it was it was it was good to see it get pushed like that. It was <laughs> some, <laughs> I don't know if it, yeah. Thank but God I felt, had new brakes. But I, I felt safe. But the reason I bought the cars, I mean, I had a various. SUVs in the past, like yep. BMWs and Audis and...
0: Porsches. Uh, Porsches, yeah. Yep.
2: Uh, and I just wanted to, something different. And then I, I just looked around and, uh, you know, knew that the SUV, uh, the Stelvio, was being released. And after all the reviews on, on YouTube and various overseas magazines and the Nuremberg timing, uh, that it was the fastest around the track, made me realise, hang on, this is worth looking at. And then you do more, more research into it, and the car was actually built to be fast. You know, yep. aluminium panels, Ferrari-based engine. Uh, they got Ferrari engineers to design the car, so th- there was a lot. There seemed to be a lot of element of truth, and that this car was actually pretty good. Yeah, and um, I didn't actually even get to see the car. Oh, did you? Had you ever driven one before you no, bought one? Never, never driven one at all. I saw, I saw a a, a standard Stelvio at Solitaire. Yes, I uh, looked at it and go, mm, it looks okay, but then. Yeah, just basically looked around and managed to find one interstate and bought it and loved it. it, did, like I picked it up. Morris, did you ever consider not the QV? So of all the
0: Stelvios yeah. around, they've got the ones... Uh, the Velocir. You know, the, the entry models. Did
2: you ever consider anything but the QV? No, I wanted, I wanted the QV. I wanted something that was quick. And and it was purpose-built. I think anything below the QV is... I, mean, I think they're nice, but I wanted the six-cylinder. I wanted something that was, you know, going, going to be more performance but also could behave like a standard SUV. So Which have the, you had the
1: opportunity to drive those ones below now when you take yours into yes. servicing, getting the others? I've
2: driven a I've driven a Veloce, a uh, recent model, and I was actually quite impressed. It was actually pretty powerful. Okay. Felt pretty good um, but not doesn't really have that. The QV sits a bit lower and, and just sits a bit firmer than a standard Veloce. Uh, and also, you know, you've got that. That power.
1: Yeah, and that grunt. And I think the firmness is key because, Mick, we drove it and you drove it at more speed than we did. But at speed, it does feel very safe, secure, and firm. You know, you're. You're in control.
0: You yep. are part of the car. I think Morris said on the weekend. You are part of the car. You're not just sitting in there and driving a car. You're yep. actually one one and the same. Now the thing is with that car as well, which was uh, pleasantly surprising. Although I had driven yours before, as my, as <laughs> said when in the early days, is that it's very sure-footed. You don't feel as if you're going to turn a corner and it might slip you know, away slip from out you or you whatever. It's very very chuckable. Yeah. You know. Now the the sedan version, which we we drove, yeah, uh, I think the tyres on that are a bit old or whatever. But you know, every time you did something, it sort of the back went out a bit, yeah. yeah. So you weren't as comfortable. And because this is all wheel drive, yep. but I understand this all wheel drive is on demand, so it's normally running the rear wheels, and then when it needs to, it will run the the front wheels as oh, well. Okay. So c- compared to the sedan, which is just rear wheel drive.
1: Yeah, the sedan, I agree. I enjoyed driving this more than the sedan. And I love the sedan. That's another beast in itself. And that's still, that was around Nurburgring also broke records when it was released. Correct. Yep. So what a car. I mean, I can, uh, I, Marita, I spoke to your wife that day and she said, No, I hate driving it. And I can see why women really do hate driving but why it. Why does she hate driving it? I, it's powerful, mate. You just put your foot down. Something's happening. You get that growl, that roar. Even the growl just makes you think, Wow, this is.
0: Something's happening here and I can't control it yeah but we can drive it in dynamic race yeah. or there's got n is that neutral or um, yeah it's like
2: a, n- a normal mode normal
0: like mode cool. okay so if you drive it in normal mode actually even in race mode drove it back to the city but just at you know yeah. normal speeds. Speed. it was actually fine very yeah. smooth very you know
2: uh, unbelievable well, well I was surprised actually at, in race mode when they say that you know, a lot of the traction controls off I mean we were driving it's a little bit damp Yes, that's right. I was a little bit nervous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: I mean, but. I was surprised about that too. With the race mode on, it did say the CST comes completely off. But, but, it, was, but it never looked like it lost grip or anything. No, was. not at all. And, you know, you go around a damp – I mean, the, you know, a bit, bit curvy there, but no problem at all. Not at all. Yeah. But in the sedan, I reckon we would have – Would have The back, back would have slid a bit. But to be fair, this is the other thing, Morris. Tell us about uh, – because you've bought this one new. Right. All right. Yeah. So uh, I was going to talk about the tires, but before we talk about the tires, you went and bought one new. Mm-hmm. Were you concerned about you know Alpha and their tradition or tradition I reliability, say, the, reliability, reliability
2: issues and stuff like that? Yeah. Look, I, I've had a, an an old Alpha GDV back in you know in, in the eighties.
0: Oh, so you had the uh, two liter. The, the two. I had
2: the, I had the two liter. I mean, was with a fanta- slush box, that terrible yeah. gearbox. I mean, it was a fantastic car, but they got a point in time where I, I had to get you know let it go because it was just so unreliable. It was just breaking down every time, you know, you go for a, a trip to the wineries and you'd it'd break down or you go...
1: Yeah, that makes it. Yeah, it's frustrating. Uh, it was
2: frustrating. Uh, but I loved the car. Yeah. yeah. I loved it. And going forward, when I mean, you hear about the, the reliability of the Alphas in, in the 80s, and 90s weren't great. But I, I was on listening to a Stilvio forum and um, they said reliability was, was was really, really good with a Because the model had been out for... Six months or from when I bought the car. And everyone said the reliability was fine, and I've not had one thing go wrong with my car. It's been fantastic.
0: That's certainly good news. I mean, you've had it for three years, done 50-odd yeah. thousand
2: kilometres. Yeah, uh, So you've driven it... Drives, I mean, drives daily it every day drive, into the hills, which is fantastic yeah. where your work is. Yeah, drive it uh, about 80 <laughs> kilometres a day. So.
0: Okay, so... In terms of the wheels, you know, on the full lock, the Pirellis that they came with,
2: you did have that skirting issue as well, yeah, did you? Yeah, right. was, it was quite bizarre. I mean, as soon as I bought the thing, uh, they said, oh, just just letting you know that on full lock you, you get this sh- that, shattering.
0: That, that's called the Ackerman effect, isn't Yeah, it? I,
2: I think that's the word. The I mean, we effect. could be
0: a bit wrong, but I think that is the, the word. But
1: why is that? So I don't understand, I don't understand how it. that tyre is the one to do it, if that's the launch tyre. Why would you release a car... That With that tyre at full
0: lock, it's going to give you that. That's surprising. However, I would say possibly it's – because it's an OEM tyre, that would have been the tyre that would have given you the most performance. So if they're trying to do lap times and beat the BMWs and Mercs at their game – it, they don't worry about you know five kilometers an hour at full lock. Yeah, you're not going to do full lock on no. a on a track
1: because that's what happened with the sedan we drove. Because that
0: whole thing.
2: So what did they say to you, mean, Morris? Sorry, just say if you if you go to the Michelin Pilots, you'll have, you won't have the issue. And they I, told I, you that straight away. Told me straight as soon as I, I took the car out of the
0: car. I... <laughs> See, and that's the other advantage we had in this case, Morris. That you have just how long have you had these tires on? Them? Uh, they, since last year. So, so the, uh, you know yeah. now it's got Michelin Pilot Sport on them. They didn't have. So that really, you changed
1: the tires. Without them needing to be changed, let's be honest. Oh, no,
0: they did. He was only two years old. No, but he, he's done 35,000 k's.
2: Yeah, they're, they're, I've done about 40,000 k's when I, when I swapped over. Don't forget, well, they, these are soft
0: compounds, so they will wear out more. So than,
2: you reckon they were due for change? Yeah, they were due for a change.
0: Wow, okay. Yeah, so, Yeah, but um, that's pretty good, 40,000 k's. Out of a, a Pirelli, you don't normally get that many kilometres because it's a soft compound because yeah. it's a sports it's sports tyre. Yeah. Were they P0s, I suppose?
2: Pizzeros. Yeah. But the Michelin pilots, pilots no noise whatsoever. Yeah, and it's surprising.
0: I mean, it really, it was, you know, I mean, on on the road, I'm just so surprised how sure-footed it is. And the tyres, you don't get any squealing. So if the tyres, so
1: Morris drives it every day, this is a question, and knowing that you just changed the brakes also, you said, how long ago? Three months ago. Yeah, sure. Is that right? To pads, just talking of pads. Pads? Pads. Oh, pads. and discs. Oh, and, and discs. Yeah. So should, isn't that that's wear and tear? Because Morris wouldn't have driven it as hard as you did every day,
0: correct? Well, I no, beg I to don't. differ. I beg to differ. <laughs> no, I don't think he. But he's, he's driving a, he's it every a day. He's and Hyde, mate. It, does that seem right though that the brakes go so soon?
2: They do on these sports cars. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony, Tony, had changed discs and brakes at twenty thousand, I think.
0: Really, yeah. and his yeah, wife only went to the shops. Yeah. <laughs> and same with the Mercs and that. These the sports cars, because because they got better stopping power, but that means they also wear out quicker. Yeah. You know, thank you God know. we had new brakes. <laughs> very funny. <laughs> hey, the stopping, but no, because it was great. The stopping power was great. No, it was good. I I felt very very comfortable. Apart from, I like sitting lower. Yeah. I I actually prefer it than the sedan. So Morris, I I, I want to buy an SUV. And I say to
1: Mor- I say to you, Morris, sum up for me the difference between the next five that you've owned, and Porsche Macan, which you've owned, the Audi R, which Audi did you have? Q five, Q five, Q five, or this Still Stelvio? Oh, this- which one? To explain the difference for you in drivability, reliability, usability.
2: I think what I like about the Stelvio is that it can feel a bit like you know. In normal mode, a bit like a BMW or a, or a Porsche, but to dial it up to race mode or even dynamic mode takes it to a next level, which the BMW or the Porsche or, or the Audi could never, could never do. It's just a next level change in performance. But what I like is just the sureability and the, the traction on the road of the Alpha compared to the BMs and even the Porsche. It just sticks to the road and, and you feel part of that. When you're in that driver's seat, you feel embraced and you feel yep. feel at one with the car, whereas, you know, other cars you feel like you're having to um, massage the car around a quarter. Yeah. Still, you know, it goes with you. I find you're almost, you're almost guiding it and it and it goes with you. Yeah, I'll vouch for that. I agree with
1: that because inside, like I said, when you're driving, it's so it feels so compact. Everything around you, it's a beautiful space to sit in.
0: And you feel like you said you do feel that one with the car, no doubt. Those seats, you know, the bolsters, they're just perfect, I think. And you know, the other thing I love is that steering wheel. I don't know, just with the carbon fibre and leather, but it feels really good. I mean, it's uh, so precise. Uh, It's absolutely fantastic. I
1: said, well, I said while we were driving it, I had more fun driving the Stelvio than
0: I did the Lamborghini Urus. Yeah, we talked about that, and that's mainly, I think, uh, Morris. we were talking about you know the difference between the Eurus is another level in terms of Absolutely. performance. In you know, but it's a say bigger, it's a it, bigger car. It feels it, like it's a bigger yeah. car, anyhow. And I think the looks—I don't know—it's you got to like those looks. I
1: love the growl and the uh, the yeah the raw. I loved driving that Eurus because of the oh, rumble yeah. and stuff like that, right? And when you put it into race mode, the how the <laughs> the noise just dropped and the exhaust sound just really—I loved all that. But fun-wise, I actually enjoyed driving the Stelvio a lot more.
0: Yeah, possibly. I don't know. The Eurus was pretty good. I mean, that's that's up there as a, a performance SUV. Yeah, that's next I level. mean, yeah. you know, but you also... It's four times the price, I too. was going to say, in terms of value for money, like you were saying, Morris, mm. I mean, for that man of performance and that luxury and the whole bit, you know, uh, maybe inside, you know, the newer models have got the latest updated, you know, but that's normal. But, you know, I, I think value for money... You know, the euros would be double the price. I would say more. You know, yeah, more.
1: Tri- but the, you know, the, so you're looking at maybe
2: upgrading to the new one or yeah, updating to it. the new one. Because I'm thinking about what do I? I've had it three years. You know, sixty thousand k's. What do I? What's my next car? And I'm, I'm thinking, what just keep the same? I really love it. So, what <laughs> do they
1: tweak? The shapes not different. The lights. We noticed that the lights were different on yeah. the newer one. But engine wise, is exactly the same exactly engine. The
2: same. They haven't tweaked anything. Nothing else.
1: Now you're oh. saying they could put a chip in it.
2: You can, you can chip it um, to take it up to over 600 horsepower. Yeah. So it, currently yeah.
0: it's got about 505 horsepower. Yeah, but, I think yeah,
2: 375 kilowatts.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so is that? Can I just ask? Is that legal? Are
1: Tri- you allowed to get
2: them
0: chipped?
1: That's obviously yeah. a legal illegal. I,
2: I ask solitaire unless they do it and it doesn't affect your warranty.
0: Oh, okay. It's remapping, I suppose. And they might yeah. change some of the exhaust as well and the intakes or whatever they do. Yeah. But 375 kilowatts, my V12 95 uh, 456 has got 340, 342. No, that's a quick car. <laughs> and not, <laughs> I think you know, half the size engine. Just standard, this thing was 0 to 103.8 seconds. Yeah, no, it's, it's unbelievable. That, that is a supercar. Yeah, I mean, we're talking it's this SUV, but it's a supercar. I mean, it would be interesting, you know, because we've driven the Lamborghini Urus, driven the QV, what about this For, FUV or the Ferrari? A, the Ferrari, uh, utility. Well, we're going to drive it to have a look. That's, I mean, that's a beautiful looking car. Oh, it does look really good. I mean, some people have put them side to side to the Mazda and said it's similar, but it's not really. <laughs> that's a bit offensive. But you know that that, that that's going to come out that how many you know four times the price of this Alpha. It so, was seven hundred and yeah, it's going to yeah, be up yeah, there. yeah it, close it, to a million it's, bucks. I reckon right
1: But that's what I'm saying. You'd buy this. No, that's what I said to I would buy this every day of the week. This Stelvio. Because of what you're getting, what you need it for, what you use it for. I, I'd like, you said at the beginning of the, before we started the podcast, we'd love to take it on the track. I would love to see this on the track. I would lo- you know, I would
0: love it on the track myself. Because um, I think
1: as for an SUV, you'd feel actually quite comfortable around corners and bends, not like it's going to topple over or anything like that. Which generally driving SUVs at speed, you feel that, oh God, is this going to flip? It's not, right?
0: But that's what you feel with this. You never felt that at all. No, not at all. It's it really is sure-footed. I I couldn't believe how good it is. What I would like, I mean, if you look at it, and we've got, we'll have it on our video. I think it would look better a little bit lower. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a fair bit of wheel gap because that's how it is. I mean, you want to. Yeah. yeah. So, better. have you changed anything to Nothing when you bought it? Stock standard. Stock standard. Okay. Is there is it any
2: any change that you can make to lower it? You can get a lowering. Kit, but Oh, physically
0: not, get a lowering kit. Yeah. Okay, or no, yeah. nothing yeah. electronic or whatever.
2: No. Oh, you can get the no, it's not, not an electronic one, but there is there are some German springs you can get which are variable, uh, which you can adjust the. So you've researched this, hey Morris? Yeah. That's yeah. Quite yeah. Yeah. He's purchased the car without yeah.
1: driving the car, but done all the research, reviews, and looked at it. So that's studying that's about enough. what yeah. I
2: want to do. And did you speak to other owners of them or? I, I spoke to Tony before, and he had already it. had one. Yeah, he, he had one. Yeah, um, but he had the Julia. And oh, yeah, the sedan, yeah. Yeah, the sedan. QV, but the biggest issue he had is he just didn't – he felt it was just too – you know, the rear rear would always go out. Yeah, for the power. Un, Under no power. Doubt. And I said, oh. And then I looked at the Julia. if there was an all-wheel drive, and I think there is an all-wheel drive in, in Europe, but they don't make it – it's not brought to Australia. Oh, right. So there is a – but that, that wasn't available, so I said, oh, let's, let's look at the Stelvio and yeah, – So
1: otherwise, had – had he said, oh, great car, you would have bought the I sedan have, over the… I would have the... looked at
2: it, but I love SUVs. Right. Okay. But I, what I liked is the Stelvio doesn't really drive like an SUV. Yes. It feels more like a sedan to me. Yeah. And that's what everyone, when all the reviews that i read, it, it, it's, it's a SUV that, that feels like a sedan to drive almost.
1: I must admit, when I read all the reviews about the Stelvio and read, yeah. You know, I loved the Julia when it got launched, and read all those reviews. I thought it was fantastic. The Nurburgring time and all that. When the Stelvio came out, and said, "I was like, how's an SUV as quick?" Like, didn't until like I said, you really need to drive one. Unless you've driven one, this podcast will not make no sense to anybody. Because I think these guys are just waffling on. You actually need to drive one to understand
0: yourself how good a Stelvio is. And we've said that about the few cars about you need to drive them because a lot of yeah. people don't don't yeah. know. Said, oh yeah, okay, that's okay, but why does everyone like him? I mean, but you did your research beforehand because you didn't drive it, but you no. did your re- you know looked yeah. at reviews, uh, you know all the YouTube whatever you could find, and worked. And so you bought it without actually driving it. Exactly. Yeah. So you bought it interstate without driving it. You know the but, thing- but the amount
2: of uh, information on on online and it, the the amount of research you know the, it was actually. a Beautifully built car, and Alpha put a lot of work into designing that car yeah. and getting the best people to design it. And they've got our ex Ferrari engineers to to basically design the chassis oh, and the engine.
1: It, there's no doubt that the new Stelvio, the new Julia, uh, have relaunched Alpha in this country. Yeah, now, those are the two cars to really put them back on the map. And and the, the GTA te- now the, that's out there and all that. My God, testament to that. And then is- and then they enter the Formula One. The following year, they'd run those two cars and into Formula One again.
2: So they poured a lot of money.
1: They've poured a lot of money
0: into research and development to get to where they are. Yeah. Sorry, what we're we going to say? Yeah, I was just going to say that the testament to this, really, uh, Morris, that I see is that you're considering your next car to also be an Alpha. Absolutely. Whereas previously that mightn't have been the case. I mean, that's a big, big statement really because, yeah, I've had an Alpha, you know, geez, but, you know, I like the driving and the Mm. passion and, you know, how it felt, but I don't know if I'll buy another one. Mm. But you're saying, and this is great, that maybe your next one will be the next model of the Stelvio. Absolutely. Yeah. You know. So I, I look. I think it's uh, it's a wonderful car, and uh, for to have one in your family, as you're not sports car, but well, it certainly is a sports car. But as an SUV, I think it's fantastic.
1: No, and I think you know, if you had a collection of cars that you collected cars, you'd put the Stelvio SUV in your collection because you say, if I want a Lamborghini, I'll take a Hurricane or an Aventador, right? That's in my collection. I want a Ferrari, I'll take a V12 Ferrari or something else. I want an SUV. You don't have to have one of those. You say, that Stilvio ticks all the boxes and it fits in the category of all these other cars in your collection. So
0: yeah, you're, you're covered.
1: You're covered. <laughs> so before we go, I need to understand, how does your wife not know a new car is coming home? Because I need to know that secret so I can then get <laughs> <You> something <laughs> into my garage so you without my wife the realising there's a black
2: beast in Just the car. Just quickly tell us that story. <clears throat> I was. <laughs> I always like to surprise my wife. <laughs> oh, she's surprised, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> uh, even even with her car I mean I was surprised she didn't know I was getting it for her so you were so, just hoping she would like it this is the McCann no, yeah, no yeah, doubt yeah yeah McCann so yeah. I did the same thing and even with the kids cars I bought the kids cars without without their note. but it's just, it's just a surprise I do with cars yeah uh, I don't know I just I love researching them and buying them and I didn't mean I didn't kind of deliberately it was just that I had it at Solitaire and they were when I brought it over from – because I bought the car in Canberra. But, yeah, that was, it was an interesting story. I think she was very happy, but <laughs> – but, but it is funny. But she does – she did actually know that I was getting a car because she chose – I was going to get a white car. So oh, what are you know, why should get black? I said, oh, okay, maybe that's a good idea. Uh, interior and, and – so she – She knew something was she happening. She knew something was happening, and she always says, oh, but well, I didn't know, but what didn't you know? You mean you knew <laughs> – Yeah. yeah. But anyway – it was, they uh, want to know all so the details. So you're telling me the
1: day that you bought it, where Michael first drove it to the soccer match that we were at, was that the day you picked it up from Solitaire that morning? Yeah, I think
2: so. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah, I think I picked it up then. So, that Michael,
1: was- you've pretty much driven the gentleman's brand new car. <laughs> yeah, that's, right, that's okay. With five of us and threw it around also no, that I day. No, I
0: didn't. I did
1: I can't believe Morris, three years later, let you <laughs> drive it again. But thank you, Morris. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, thanks again, Morris, for coming on the show and certainly letting us drive your lovely QV. <laughs> no, no,
2: it's, uh, it's been, it, was, it was fun, and I really enjoyed the time uh, together and uh, you driving it the way you did. it was. Uh, well, there is one benefit, though,
1: about this, because you, you want Teresa to drive one, I want Rosa to drive one. We can actually ask Morris <laughs> if the girls can drive it, because until they drive it... They, they won't know. There's no point in going to buy one. You might as well drive
0: Morris's, have a look, because,
1: mate, the history's there, and you know you have got someone that drives it
0: every day can explain to you so it's perfect. And you always complain that I drive the cars and you don't. This time here he gets the, he gets the keys even oh, though yeah. I was going to drive. Yeah. He gets in and starts. I, I get said, the keys, on, mate.
1: drive. I don't know where I'm going, so I'm following traffic up to oh, the hills behind the Lancer that was driving forty. I don't know where the Lancer was going on a
0: hundred. Yeah, so great drive I got again. Yeah, yeah there you go. But you had the choice. You had the choice. Anyway, no, thanks, Morris. Morris, thanks again. We're no, going to leave it. it there. And you can catch the video uh, on YouTube, of course, at Mick and and on Instagram as well. So we're going to leave it there. And remember, if your car's not a classic. It will be one day. Thank you. Thanks,
1: guys.